When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So the, earlier this summer, I started playing with this idea of what is fulfillment. And fulfillment for me is, it really is an equation that I, that I started playing with, which is, am I living in my values? Am I working in my talents? How much am I doing that? How well am I working in my talents? How well am I living in my values? Am I doing it with a high level of, of awareness? And I broke down awareness as to, am, do I have a mindfulness practice? Am I exercising? Uh, is my diet good? Is my sleep good? And am I just like kind of nurturing those different areas? And then taking that and applying that, I call that the fulfillment formula, taking that fulfillment formula and then applying it to these different ideas. So let's use an example that we started with, which is the making of this cup of coffee. What's up, guys? Welcome to The Greatness Machine. I'm your host, Darius Mershaz, and I'm so pumped to have you here with me. Now, listen, The Greatness Machine is about two things. Number one, people are living their passions. And number two, those who are creating greatness in the world. Doing both of these despite the odds against them. Each episode, we're going to feature interviews of world-class speakers and business leaders showcasing their origin story, what made them tick, what got them to where they are now, so it can help you step into your greatness within your own life, business, and career. Occasionally, you might hear a few solo episodes from myself, moi, as I say, as I leverage my 20 years in entrepreneurship as a CEO to help you grow and level up in your journey to scale your life and your business. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversation and messages, and I'm stoked to have you guys here. Hey, what's up, everybody? Morning. Saturday morning here. Somebody was just... uh, it's funny, something happened to me yesterday and, and I had this really interesting thought. I was at a friend's house and I was helping um, some friends do a strategic for their organization. And the owner of the house, I asked him if he had it. I said, hey, I, <laughs> I get caffeinated. It's my code for give me some coffee. So we went to his kitchen and he had one of those machines in the wall for those of you who have seen, like, the, you literally can get like an appliance that is a coffee maker, but it, it sits in the wall. And I, and I one time rented a house for my brother's bachelor party in Playa del Carmen. And it was this amazing beach house that we got. And this is like during the recession. So we got a really good deal on this. Like, basically, it was like a mansion. And, but we got it for super cheap. And they had one of the same things where it was a, a Mille, which is a fancy um, brand where you literally like pick like a latte or you pick, you know, these like specialty espresso drinks and then you press the buttons like boop, 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 
put your cup under and then it literally would make the whole thing be like and and these are now more popular you can go into like you'll see machines that do this and i remember you do it like literally grind the coffee beans make the espresso make the foam and you like you go on your merry way and i was like oh my god this is amazing i want i want one of these because i love coffee so much and um and i just was like intrigued by this press of a button thing so fast forward to about six years later my wife and i are building a house here in austin and when you build a house you get to like pick your appliances and i said oh i want i want one of those coffee things those coffee appliances you know you build it in the walls like next to your oven and um you know they're a couple thousand bucks they're not cheap and um i don't know how my wife talked me out of it but she talked me out of it and so let me let me first off like really double down on this i freaking love coffee i mean i wake up and I can't wait to have coffee. And it's almost, it's funny is I don't even necessarily like, it's not even the caffeine side of it that I love. And what I've realized is I actually love the process of making my coffee. And I'm half Italian, so I like the process of making pizza and I like the process of making coffee, which is like a total Italian things, right? So this is probably my Italian DNA like coming together for me, but I really love the process of it. And every morning, so, so this summer, I bought a Japanese, like basically drip coffee kit, if you will. It's like a beaker and it has a funnel and it has a metal uh, grate, which is like the filter. And you can go online and check these out. There, these like it's like a it's like a, a drip coffee kit essentially. A blue bottle coffee makes them, and then you grind your coffee beans, you pour them in. So it's just kind of like a regular old coffee maker, but it's all done by hand. And then you pour hot water over the drip coffee once it hits a certain temperature, which is supposed to be, I think, 95 degrees Celsius. And that's like hot. That's like 200 degrees or something like that. 150 degrees, maybe. Anyone who's not know that, who's on the metric system, you'll be like, hey, idiot, it's this. Um, <laughs> so 150, what are you talking all that Fahrenheit bullshit? Everyone knows 32 degrees plus or minus, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I fucking hate that in America we didn't do what the rest of the world did and just do the fucking metric system. It's like, oh, 95 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that really is in uh, Fahrenheit, but, you know, it's hot. Just, just trust me, it's burning you hot. So I ne- started noticing. I, I got one of these things a few months ago, and I noticed this morning I was having this thought where I thought, oh, wow, I really love the process. I love getting the beaker and putting the filter in it and then pouring the right amount of the coffee grinds in uh, that I grind up. They're fresh. I start experimenting with different beans because they taste different. And especially I'm literally grinding them and then drinking them like one minute later or three minutes later. And, and then I heat up the, the drip and then I pour the, the – I get we got one of those um, – instant like like kettles that heat up water in like two minutes you know minute and a half and then i pour it over and i do this like long pour and i do it in a circle and then it drips in and then i have this like wonderful coffee that i gotta drink and it takes you know five minutes for me to do this maybe maybe less but i started thinking about like the day before when i was at my friend's house and it was a sim- there was a process involved 
with him making my coffee too, which was we had to like, he asked me which one do I want, and then you know, and then the machine had to make it, and we ran out of beans in the middle of it, and we had to go get more beans, and 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 anyhow, it took almost the same amount of time, but the machine did all the process, and it it was kind of there was this us just standing there waiting while the process was automatically happening behind the scenes, and then it made the coffee, and it was good, I mean, it was tasty, and. It was funny this morning I got up and I thought, wow, there's a gap here. Like, I actually enjoy this process. It's a manual process, but I really enjoy it. And I had this weird epiphany where I thought, you know, I thought two things. Number one, I thought, number one, you can't, like, technology can't replace, it may be able to do the process, but it can't replace the art of the process. It can't replace that art form. Even if it makes it exactly the same. I don't get to enjoy the art of doing it. Like, there's no technology in the world that's going to change that. Like, I want to create that myself. I want to enjoy the outcome of that creation. And so it's funny when we start to think about what will get, well, what will get automated. And it's like, not that. But the other thing was, I thought about, I, I took a bigger step back and I had the bigger epiphany where, where I said, this is really a great metaphor for enjoying the journey, you know? And I'm a person that really struggles with that a lot. I mean, this podcast is a great example. Like my my achiever brain's like, I really want this to be a top podcast. Like, what did I rank at today? <laughs> you know, how many downloads did I get? Right. And then the creator side of me is just like, man, I really like doing it. I really like the art of talking about what I'm thinking about. I, I love sharing knowledge and meeting new people and learning from them and sharing that with people who I don't even know and people that I do know. And so I started thinking about like, that's the, that's part of the journey of, of creation. And I read this book called the, 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 the power of Ted, which stands for the empowerment dynamic. And there's two different dynamics that are at play in the world, which is, are we in a creator mindset or are we in a, a victim mindset? And I think that it all comes back to this idea of creation. And I'm not trying to get religious on anybody, but but this idea of creating and creation is where self-actualization, at least for me, and I believe for most people, really comes back to, which is, are we creating in a way that feels whole to us? And that active creation is where fulfillment really comes into play. So then I took another dovetail. And so the, earlier this summer, I started playing with this idea of what is fulfillment and fulfillment for me is it really is an equation that I, that I started playing with, which is, am I living in my values? Am I working in my talents? How much am I doing that? How well am I working in my talents? How well am I living in my values? Am I doing it with a high level of, of awareness? And I broke down awareness as to, am, do I have a mindfulness practice? Am I exercising? Uh, is my diet good? Is my sleep good? And am I just like kind of nurturing those different areas and then taking that and applying that, and I call that the fulfillment formula, taking that fulfillment formula and then applying it to these different ideas. So let's use an example that we started with, which is the making of this cup of coffee. Are you guys enjoying the show so far? Darius here. And by now you might know that I'm passionate about a few things, pizza, 
pink unicorns, core values, and down and dirty, interesting conversation with some amazing people. However, the biggest one that I've spent most of my career on is entrepreneurship and scale. You see, look, my first few years in business, I spent like probably a good five years of my life getting my freaking teeth kicked. I mean, really getting crushed. And I learned a lot during that time period. So I spent the greater part of the last couple of years helping entrepreneurs scale their businesses in a meaningful way without going through the same growing pains that I did. And what I realized is that CEOs and business leaders don't know if they can scale and thus they do the right thing at the wrong times. This causes them to lose clarity, lose momentum, alignment, and the bottom line is you lose money. And look, you don't have to do that. It's why I created what I call the scalability assessment. And you can access it 100% for free. That's right, guys. There are perks to listening to The Greatness Machine. All you have to do is go to DariusScale.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S Scale, S-C-A-L-E.com. And there, you can check to see if your business is set up to scale properly. It's going to give you a scalability score at the end. And it's also going to give you some clarity on what you can do next. Once again, guys, that's www.itsdariusscale.com. Once again, guys, it's DariusScale.com. And now back to the show. So my, my six values are, number one's happiness. So coffee definitely brings me happiness. Love, which is, you know, a little bit. Like, I, like am I, if I made, maybe if I made it for my wife or my, if I'm making my kids, my, we, we offer my, my 11-year-old coffee. We'll do like a drop of coffee and the rest of milk. I'm like, hey, do you want a cup of Joe, buddy? Um, <laughs> which is really funny to offer an 11-year-old coffee. He's like, Darius, you're going to go to hell. It's going to stunt his growth. Um, and so, but yeah, so yeah, it can be love. I mean, I'm loving on myself, really. Like, like that's probably a better way of looking at it. I have a tiger. And for me, that's like passion. I'm like, I, I mean, for me, it's I mean, making that really good cup. It's at the right temperatures. That, there's that excellence involved. Like, have you ever had a cup of coffee that it's not the right temperature or it doesn't have the right amount of sweetness or it doesn't have the right amount of milk or it's not hot enough? The milk cools it. You know, there's all these little things that come down to like creating a, a creation of excellence, right? My number uh, four core value is boom, which is, stands for creativity. And um, yeah, like there's all this creativity involved with which beans do I want to use and how much do I pour in? And, you know, I'm thinking through the, the creation process, through the creativity. Number number five is curiosity. So it's like there's a little bit of curiosity in there. Like like again, this idea of I mean, today I was like, which almond milk should I use? Yeah, I do drink almond milk. I know you can not give me shit too much, but I I'm a total almond milk person. First of all, if you look at the data, like we're the only like mammal that drinks another mammal's milk. Weird, right? And you're giving and now you're giving me shit about almond milk? Come on. Like yeah, you go like all the other animals are looking at us and being like, "What the fuck are those people doing drinking milk from like another animal?" We, <laughs> what what savages <laughs> those humans are? Um, but yeah, you know, there's a little curiosity over like, oh, which almond milk should I? We had two different almond milk. The the reality was I couldn't get. There was one in the back of the fridge that had like a bunch of stuff in front of it that I normally use that I like, and then we had this new one. And I'm like. Huh, I don't know about that new cold-pressed almond milk. Yeah, my wife bought some fancy shit. <laughs> but I wanted my regular one. It was in the back and I couldn't get it. So I was, I was, maybe that's the opposite of all these. I was pure laziness. 
And the last one was balance, right? Which coffee like balances me, right? Wakes me up a little bit in the morning, makes me feel like I'm a whole person. So, so the act of making coffee kind of lines up with all my values. And then, and then my, you know, my top five talents, I use Gallup Strain Finder, but my f- top five talents are number one is uh, achiever. So yeah, I got to achieve the perfect cup of coffee. Number two is, is uh, communication. I'm like, mm, not so much. Three, I'm communicating with myself. Maybe maybe to wake me up so I can communicate better with you guys right now. Uh, number three is woo, winning others over. If I was making coffee for someone else, that might be an effect, but I wasn't. Number three is individualization, which is, I guess, the act of seeing what's best in others. Uh, eh, not really. Uh, number four, or number five is learner. And yeah, you know, so I'm not really living in my talents too much, you know, with the exception of achieving that best cup of coffee. So I, I would say that my number one talent's in full effect, but the rest, not so much. Maybe a little bit. I have number six is ideation, which is the idea, the process of thinking about what I'm going to make. But this idea of fulfillment, uh, let's apply this to other parts of our lives, um, is am I being fulfilled in the journey, right? Do I feel like I'm enjoying that journey? And in one of my previous sol- solos, The Biggest Lie in the World, you know, I talk about this idea that achievement is, you know, when we get, I will be happy. And the, the inverse of that, you know, when I get X, when I do X and Y happens, then life will change. You know, people will laugh better at my jokes and food will taste better and the, the air will smell different. And, and what I said in that podcast was I said, it's the biggest fucking lie. It's, it's bullshit. It's not true. You'll get there and you'll want something else. And so that the, 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 the flip side of that is this conversation, which is, and you hear people say it all the time, which is like the journey is the win. Right? You've got to enjoy the journey. And I, I was just thinking this morning about, you know, we can't automate the journey for everything. You know, technology can't take away the journey for us. And my making of a cup of coffee is such a micro analogy for this journey of making something that I enjoy, enjoying the process and being satisfied with the outcome. And I was like, man, why can't everything in my fucking life be like this cup of coffee? You know, why can't I savor every step of the process? Because I'll tell you, I actually enjoy the process almost as much as I enjoy the drinking of the coffee. No, I actually like the drinking the drinking of coffee a lot, but the process is special. Like it's it's a it's a you know, there's a ceremony involved. And like Japanese do this with green tea. There's a total ceremony involved with the making of Japanese green tea if you go to Japan. They're savoring the process. And I can do it in things like making my cup of coffee in the morning. I can do it on Friday night pizza night when I sit there and I swear to God, I spend an hour making pizza for my family. And I'm obsessing about every single step of the process. There's no competition. No one's buying the pizza. Like, I don't win an award. I don't get the trophy at the end. I, I could feed my family a hundred other ways that would take less time and be less effort. But I love the process. I love the process of make, figuring out how much dough I'm going to use. Am I going to do thin crust, thick crust, mid-sized crust? Which toppings am I going to use? Do, should I fry the pepperoni or not? Which type of cheese blend do I want to make? How much sauce do I want to oversauce? Do I want to undersauce? What types of seasoning am I going to use? Am I going to do two layers of cheese or one? Am I going to do all vegetables or my meat only? Like literally, like I'm, I'm telling you what goes through my brain when I when and I get excited about it. 
and then I get to eat it and taste great. But the process was was or not last night. I put way too much garlic salt, garlic powder on the pizza. I ruined. My, hey, note to self: don't ever like you make sure that your garlic powder, if you use that to season your pizza sauce, has its lid on so it doesn't pour in fucking anthill of garlic powder onto your pizza. Yeah, it ruined one of our pizzas last night. It pissed me off. But um, yeah, like I think about those two things, and I'm like, these are such great micro analogies for loving the process. And I think that if we can learn to start to do these in other parts of our life, such as hanging out with our kids, cleaning our homes up, spending time with, you know, maybe people that a lot of times it's easy to go spend time with people who we, who we love, who are our friends because we get this, this endorphin shot in the arm, but maybe it's spending time in our community to make our communities better, making our homes, you know, look better. You know, all these things that, that feel like chores, it's like, how do we enjoy the process? And I haven't figured half of those out, by the way. But I started thinking back to the making of the podcast, the making the cup of coffee, the making of the pizza. It's all around creation. And and I love the process of all of them. And I do enjoy the results as well. But but the process is so important to me. And, and if we can only learn how to apply these. And I'm talking to myself right now more than anybody. How can I apply this to my professional life? How can I apply this to my aspirations and my career? You know, and I've fought with this my entire life, but maybe life is just that. Maybe life is simply just making a cup of coffee. And I've been sitting here worried about, am I going to win best cup, cup of coffee? Of, am I going to win the award for the number one cup of coffee in the whole fucking world? When the reality is I just need to enjoy the process, which I already do. And leave it at that. And if the number one cup of coffee award comes my way, great. But if not, I get to enjoy making that cup of coffee every day I'm alive. Anyway, thought I'd share some thoughts with you guys. I rambled on a bit there. Appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for supporting the greatness machine. Peace. We out of here, guys. Have a great Saturday. <laughs> you are listening to the greatness machine. And that's a wrap for today. Guys, the greatness machine is all about two things. People who are living their passions and those who are creating greatness in the world. And we feature these messages and speakers so it can help you step into your greatness within your own life and your own business. If you love what you heard, subscribe to the show on whatever podcast platform you're tuning in from and leave us a review. We love getting reviews for the show. If the episode made you think of someone who is leveling up in their business and life, print screen it, share it with them. Leaders are the best givers. And after all, we're all here to learn from one another. You can also go to our website, www.thegreatnessmachine.com. That's www.thegreatnessmachine.com. And on there, you'll see special tools to help you scale your business faster, show notes for the episode to help you integrate the lessons, and you will also get links that came out during the show. So on there, look, you can also grab a copy of my book, The Core Value Equation, which is a resource for helping CEOs and business leaders establish core values from their teams that don't suck. And mind you, a lot of them suck. Get access to this and more at www.thegreatnessmachine.com. With that said, you guys, look, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Peace. We out of here. See you guys next time. This episode is brought to you by the Yap Media Podcast Network. I'm Hala Taha, CEO of the award-winning digital media empire, Yap Media, and host of Yap Young and Profiting Podcast, a number one entrepreneurship and self-improvement podcast where you can listen, learn, and profit. 
On Young and Profiting Podcast, I interview the brightest minds in the world and I turn their wisdom into actionable advice that you can use in your daily life. Each week, we dive into a new topic like the art of side hustles, how to level up your influence and persuasion and goal setting. I interview A-list guests on Young and Profiting. I've got the best guests, like the world's number one negotiation expert, Chris Voss, Shark, Damon John, serial entrepreneurs, Alex and Layla Hermosi, and even movie stars like Matthew McConaughey. There's absolutely no fluff on my podcast, and that's on purpose. Every episode is jam-packed with advice that's gonna push your life forward. I do my research, I get straight to the point, and I take things really seriously, which is why I'm known as the podcast princess and how I became one of the top podcasters in the world in less than five years. Young and Profiting Podcast is for all ages. Don't let the name fool you. It's an advanced show. As long as you wanna learn and level up, you will be forever young. So join Podcast Royalty and subscribe to Young and Profiting Podcast or Yap, like it's often called by my Yap fam on Apple, Spotify, CastBox or wherever you listen to your podcasts.